guys, welcome back to the Unwritten Podcast. It's Nasteha. Hey guys, it's Ham. Hey, it's ML. It's us again. And you know what? I think we kind of jinxed ourselves. We were we've been talking about how we have been so consistent. <laughs> um, and then and then we just ran into a bump last week. Life happens. Yeah. It is what it Life is. Happened. It's 2020. We gotta cut ourselves. And off. also we're like perfectionists. Like we had an episode ready, but we were not 100 percent happy with it. Yeah. And we're like, we wanna put the best out there. So we wanna make that's the another best issue. quality content ever. But guess what, you guys? We have such a messy episode for you guys, and we know um, y'all yeah, 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 love yeah, messy yeah. ass yeah, 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 episodes. Yeah. But before, so, okay, let's take a step back. Last week in the episode that nobody heard except for us that got chopped, we were talking about our water goals. Um, so we all committed to drink, how much was it? Half two, a gallon? Yeah, half a gallon. Half a gallon of water. Basically, what, two? Four 16 ounces. That's what Emma told me. That's what I've been trying to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. you were less than mm-hmm, Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So how have we been doing with that? Because we're trying to <laughs> be better. <laughs> we're trying to be Honestly, better. Honestly, I was good up until the weekend. Um, I, really? I was saying last episode that y'all didn't hear that <laughs> I suck at drinking water. I'm, I can be consistent for like a day or two. And then once I go start going to the bathroom more often, I'm like, fuck this shit. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to do this anymore. Because it's so annoying. It's, it literally takes time out of your day to go to the bathroom and go pee. Like, I don't want to do that. I'm too lazy. Um, but I can't wear a diaper, so it's like, what do I do? Just not drink water. So I'm, I'm trying to work on it. But I was good up until Saturday, Sunday, to be honest. That's when I started, like, going downhill. But then today, we, we're back on it. So She's drinking water right now, so that's, uh, yeah. that's good. I'm I can trying to finish my, my last bottle Where are you right at right now? now? That's my last this is the fourth one? Yeah. Okay. okay, good. I'm halfway. I'm halfway through my last bottle, so... We'll see, inshallah. Like, I have been I have been lucky, I'm not going to lie. And because I got sick last week, mm-hmm. and I struggled through this whole weekend. So, alhamdulillah, I'm starting to feel better now. And so, like, I, I need to get back on my water. And also, like, I stopped with my 75-day challenge because of <laughs> some Wait, things I ran into. That was discussed in last week's episode. We said we're going to do yeah. that one let's thing at reiter- a time. Let's reiterate. Last week, yeah. I felt like complete failures. <laughs> Um, we kept up with the 75-day challenge for a solid four hours. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, hours. come on. We did it for like two days. We did. Two we days. But, for two days. But we, we examined what we were doing wrong. And basically, we were putting too much on ourselves. Like, we were doing the absolute most. And I feel like that's like setting ourselves up for failure. And like, I feel like I always try to do the absolute most because I'm trying to like be like a hundred times better than I was yesterday but sometimes reality is like you can't you can't change 500 things at once you know it just gets overwhelming um so that's why we decided just to do the water for now but inshallah like I I kind of restarted my 75 day challenge like that's kind of like my personal goal um and like I you know did I checked off some of my stuff on my list so alhamdulillah yeah. It's been a good Monday. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's been a productive I Monday. think the only thing I added besides the water is going to the gym. And today was the first mm-hmm. day that I actually started doing it. And then it went. Yay! Once, it takes one step at a, you it know, one, one day at a time. I don't I don't want to go every single day because I feel like that's where I set myself up for mm-hmm. feeling. Skip one day and then I'm like, fuck, and then I don't go Never for like go. a week. Yeah. So yeah. I think I'm going to do three to four times a week. That's yeah, like yeah. Different body parts each time. That's reasonable. But I feel yeah. like reasonable of a goal. 
that's what I decided to three three to four days a week because that's more realistic than saying I'm gonna do every single day. You can't go zero to a hundred. And that's what we talked so, about last time. Was you guys you guys have a tendency to change a million things at one time? I know. <laughs> take on too much. We're so toxic, yeah, but you know, here we are. We're we're on the road to self love and being kinder to ourselves. We're working on it. <laughs> um, yeah. we do high yeah, but also I wanted to mention, like, I had a few friends that also reached out that are also doing the 75 day, and I'm like cheering for you guys too. We started a movement, so, guys. Yes, yes. So I hope everyone is doing well. It's okay if you like run into a little bump, but just yeah. keep going. That's what matters. It's yeah. not easy. Like, that's one thing. Like, you might think that the five steps, there's only five steps that I have to do every single day. You think it's easy, but it's so much harder than that. And I feel like I underestimated it at first because I was like, oh, all these things, like, mm-hmm. I do do it, but I'm, I'm not consciously, like, trying to do it. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it, it's a lot harder than what it seems like. Because, I mean, you get caught up in your regular, schmegular daily routine, mm-hmm. and you haven't eased five steps into your daily routine, five mm-hmm. steps that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Drinking water, that takes a whole, you can't just drink, yeah. you know, 64 gallons of water, or 64 ounces of water at one time. Mm-hmm. No. Throughout your entire day, mm-hmm. and then that change. Even just today, because I was drinking water today, and I went to the office, I, I hate using public bathrooms, so I literally drove home to use the bathroom here, and went back to the office, because yeah. I drink a lot of water before a certain point in the day, and I was like, dang, I was like, this is a commitment, because now I'm going to have to yeah. actually take my lunch break and come home, use the bathroom, because yeah. I refuse to use public bathrooms, yeah. and take myself back to the, to the office, but you got to commit. But also, it's, like, you have to mentally, like, decide. Um, like, right. I literally, when I woke up in the morning, I'm, like, I cannot forget my water bottle. Mm-hmm. You know, I cannot. I did it today. I forgot my water <laughs> bottle. But, like, I consciously try to have to remember. I have to fill yeah. up my water bottle. Make sure I have yeah. it in my yeah. hand before I yeah. leave the house. It's the same thing as, like, if you want to meal prep. Like, you have to yeah. do it ahead of time so that you're more successful. And I feel like that's, that's like, the one tip that I mm-hmm. noticed is if mm-hmm. I... Like, if I either put water in the fridge or something like that, I'm more, um, I'm better the next day. Do you like your water cold? Um, I don't mind it cold. You prefer, prefer it to be warm? I prefer it to be room temp. Oh, okay. Yeah. That means better for you that way. Yeah, I don't, I don't, if it's cold, fine, but, Mm -hmm. like, right now it's cold. I like cold water whenever I'm working out or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's very refreshing. Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that, like, I, I won't mind it. Water's water. Water's water. Regardless, she's a girl who hates water. Hot, whatever. Hot is nasty. nasty. That makes sense that you you don't like water because it's lukewarm water that you're drinking. Try drinking cold water. It's refreshing. Yeah, it's cold water cool. will change okay, your life. I, I, I chew a lot of gum and mint, and cold water is the opposite. Oh, okay, 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 that makes sense. And like, and like with with my braces, like I'm not technically supposed to chew gum, so the, with the mint, it's just like it just hurts my mouth. I can't. Look at that. Anyway, I'm like, how many minutes right now talking about water? Literally. Let's just move on. Let's go to highs and lows. Highs and lows. What's everybody got? Yo, yo. Um, I guess my high would be since it's Monday and today was actually a really good Monday compared to last week. Um, so alhamdulillah, I'm looking forward to a, a really like exciting, um, I guess eventful week. Um, and then. I don't think I have a low. I guess I guess my low would be that I was sick this past weekend, but alhamdulillah, I'm feeling better. So um, hopefully I don't get sick anymore. I hate when I get colds, especially during the winter time. So inshallah. Yeah. That was my last week. Like, I was so 
sick. I had allergies last week. Like, mm-hmm. I thought like I had allergies, but then it could have just been a cold because of the season change. The weather change, yeah. And that was definitely my low last week. I just feel like, literally, you know how when you want to cough and you're inside mm-hmm. of a store? Mm-hmm. and it's Oh, yeah. Passing it, I yeah. was literally at TJ Maxx and I'm in line and I'm like, I Don't cannot cough. cough because everybody's going to look at me and think, ah, oh, this girl got Rona and she's like, <laughs> I cannot, yeah. This is this is that time of year where people already look at you weird because you're coughing or sneezing or whatever and then now it's a global pandemic and niggas are like, excuse me? Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you sneeze? You thought about sneezing? Yeah. I can't. I hate it. Having seasonal allergies with the pandemic... Literally, that's the best. You can't leave your house. You literally can't. Um, my low is I don't really have a low. I want to say I feel like I've started off the week in, in such a good note. It's Monday and it's a beautiful day to be alive. And it's I feel like it's a beautiful day. Yeah, I don't have a low, and my high is that it's a beautiful day to be alive. It is. It is a beautiful day to be alive. It's a beautiful day. Alhamdulillah. Um, I had an overall good day today. I did not have overall a great weekend. It was a rough weekend. Today has been a great day, mm-hmm. but what I did notice today, I didn't drink any coffee and I had a good day. I don't know if that's on something, but I could be on something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I drink coffee at the end of my day instead of the beginning of my day. I drink coffee. When yeah. I got home, I drink coffee. I'm not going to lie. But I didn't drink coffee to start off. But also, side note, I've been getting up earlier than usual, and I feel like an adult. Like wow. after, oh no, not that early, baby. Mm. Not that early. But like maybe it's the early. water. <laughs> I, I, no, honestly, today, but I like water. I drink water. I feel like now I've been more trying to drink more water than usual. But in general, I haven't like. It's not like I'm drinking like two gallons of water all of a sudden. My life has changed. Yeah, but, but I feel like if you're drinking more water, it's more of a nuisance because it is. It really is. Yeah, it really is. In which it disturbs your sleep. So I feel like you yeah. get more sleep. No, no, no. I I cut off my water intake after like 7 p.m. because I'm like I'm not gonna get up in the middle of the night. Yeah. So whatever I gotta drink during the day, I gotta drink before 7 p.m. Mm. Once again, we're back to the water. However, we have a great episode for you guys today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be about water. It's the last time water is being mentioned. We're not talking about water at all. You know how about this? How about every time we said water in this episode, go back and drink a, a sip of water every time we said water how many water 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 water, water, water. every time we talk about water we donate a dollar to our favorite charity. i don't got money like that baby i'm trying to help I'm, our listeners they're doing the, the challenge right how about we all if only it's like a drinking game but it's a water drinking game every time somebody says water i should have brought my water in here I'm dead. okay but we're ready for a messy episode well not really messy messy but like, we're starting out, I mean, with this new yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to... I heard, I heard a few of our loyal listeners were like, where's the mess at? And we know that's mm-hmm. why they're here. So we got to give you... We haven't done that in a minute. Yeah, we haven't done that in minutes, but we got we to gotta give you a little, a little mess. Like, this whole year has been a mess, so we've all just been living it. <laughs> um, but, so today we're doing a um, Am I the Asshole Reddit kind of thing, where I'm going to read a scenario, and then we're going to analyze the situation and drag people on the internet, which I feel like is just a normal thing. Are you guys ready for the first scenario or the first so situation? So ready. All right. So I'm not going to read the title. Okay, so the first one, um, it says, I'm currently fighting with my wife. She has a high position at a university. She has her PhD and has little respect for people who don't have any education. My sister is the same age as my wife, and she's also very successful probably a bit more more than my wife. She doesn't have the education my wife does, but she has managed to be successful. She does lie on her resume saying she has um, a bachelor's degree. Um, recently, my wife was hired, at, or my sister was hired as a big wig for a company in New York. Uh, my wife was so angry when she heard about it. She said that my sister was a liar and a fraud and that she should uh, have never been given this job. 
fast forward two weeks. My sister calls me to tell me that she was let go because someone called the office to let them know that she did not have a bachelor's degree. When I brought this up to my wife, she admitted that she did, in fact, call my sister's job and let them know. I was stunned with this news. My sister is responsible for taking care of our sick mother, um, and she's a, an incredible person. Um, she has worked over two decades in her field and has been very successful. I'm aware that she should not lie on her resume, but the company hired her after a background check. And at the end of the day, who the fuck cares? I had a huge fight with my wife about uh, butting into my sister's business. I pointed out that she herself has lied about her experience at times and that she should have stayed out of it. Now my sister is unemployed and I have no idea how she's going to pay for my mother's nursing home fees. I have little money and my wife certainly isn't going to help. This decision by my wife is causing unbelievable ripples in our family. Uh, my sister helps pay for our niece's college. She's paid for our other sister's medical care after major surgery, and she's also helped me out by paying for my rehab three years ago when my insurance wouldn't cover the full 30 days. She's also donated 10% of her income to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. She's a good person who didn't have the chance to go to college. My sister is livid with me for being angry with her. Or my, sorry, my wife is livid with me for being angry with her. She says that I should support her and understand that this is a major issue for her. People lying, or this is a major issue for her. People lying about their degrees, um, and that it's my sister's fault for lying, and that maybe now she'll get a job that she's actually qualified for. I have not told my sister that my wife got her fired, and my wife has threatened to leave me if I Sheesh. tell her. Am I the asshole for being angry at my wife for doing this to my sister? Am I the asshole for not telling my sister how this happened? Oh my god. Can we let that marinate for a minute? Because that shit is trifling as fuck. Yo, whatever that name is. But it gets worse though. It gets worse though. It gets worse because let me go to the comments because I I already read the situation. I already made up my mind how I feel about it. But um let me go down. He's married to a Karen. Oh my god. So people people like were asking like more information or whatever. Um so he the the wife actually had the sister come into the university that she works at to talk about sales and she knew at the time she knew she didn't have a degree but she still had her come in and talk to her college students um and then two years ago i mean no um the husband went to uh he had like a, a chemical dependency issue and he had to go to rehab and the wife let me figure out where it was um she makes more money than him but it's her health insurance that covers for covered for his rehab and they only covered a portion of it and she wouldn't pay the the rest of his rehab for his chemical dependency because she's like let your family help you out with that so his sister the one that didn't go to college is the one that had to help out also the sister went to two years of college she was working on her bachelor's degree but then her mom had a stroke so she dropped back dropped out and moved back home to take care of the mom mm. so that's mm. finished education but wow the sister is not trifling the, the wife is trifling the, as wife, the wife is trifling he needs he needs to divorce her as soon as possible like, her. yeah she's very she's it's very well she's thought bitter, out and she's a just human she's, being mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and then the the husband the person who posted it they were out of work for a few months and they're starting a new job now that's why they can't take care of the mom because people are asking like why can't you pay your mom's like nursing home bills if your sister is the one that takes care of it um but they explained they they didn't have a job because of the pandemic um and then what damn else? then you better divorce the girl and get her last spouse he should have known he should have known the moment that his wife said she wasn't gonna pay for his rehab no you you and like he should have known to keep his family business away, away from her, and not no, like she found, on, she found out on LinkedIn that she was lie, lying about her, um, that she was lying about the sister lying about her um, qualifications. She saw it on LinkedIn. Um, but uh, regarding rehab, 
Um, he said she was very angry when I went into rehab and blamed my dysfunct dysfunctional upbringing as part of the reason for my issues. Hence, she felt that they should help. My wife never had issues with my sister until she got this job and a title that was above my wife's. I'm starting to realize I'm starting to realize what a horrible person I'm married to. On the bright side, he packed up and left. I'm oh my god, that is such god. a horrible person. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? That's like the worst thing that you can like you fall in love with somebody, you mm -hmm. get married to them, and then mm -hmm. to realize like who you actually married to the core is just a shitty ass. But I mean there had to have been some sort of red flags along the way. Even Nobody wakes up one day as a demon. But then there's so many people that cover it up. Like there's so many people that are very good at covering up their red flags, like yeah, yeah. And then there's other people that, you depending on how badly you want to be in love, some people mm -hmm. tend to ignore red flags mm -hmm. because they think, oh, that's something that we can change, that's something mm -hmm. that we can work on, and blah, blah, blah. And so I feel like maybe he gave her the benefit of the doubt when he did see the red flags, but she's, she's psycho. She, she she's, is psycho. She's the elitist asshole because like she's how, a hater. Like, it's just, like, just because someone has a higher title than you because they didn't go to college like like she worked for the position they hired her based on her personality and her experience and like the worst part of it, i feel like is she knew she did some grimy shit so she literally threatened him and said if you tell your sister i'm gonna leave you mm. like do you know how you know what you did you knew that you are spiteful and you're manipulative and you're a freaking asshole in general so mm -hmm. you decide to basically threaten this man by saying i'm gonna leave you if you tell your sister mm -hmm. also who the fuck do you think he's gonna pick his right. blood sister or your trifling ass yeah 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 oh no oh no do not be a karen mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. okay are you guys ready for another situation yeah it's gonna make your blood boil okay um so it starts off by saying i know how this sounds my wife and i've been together for 12 years and have four kids the youngest is two um, and since she was born, my wife has been nothing but cold and sometimes downright mean. It's just not postpartum depression or whatever. She sees someone, no, she sees someone for anxiety and takes medication. I work a nine to five job. I'm the breadwinner. She works part time from home. Currently, I'm still, um, I'm still out because of Corona. The first time I haven't worked in 25 years and she raises the kids and does the housework. This has always been our agreement. After the two-year-old was born, my wife got incredibly nasty about putting more chores on me, more demanding, and uh, would get ridiculously nasty towards me over it. She would call me lazy for sleeping later on my um, own days off. She would get angry with me for being sick when I'm sick. She says because she doesn't get sick days, but she doesn't have to leave the house if she's ill. She's tried to manipulate me, tried to manipulate me by saying she doesn't like me anymore or saying she wants a divorce, and that's crossing a huge line. They said all huge, so I had to, <laughs> I had to specify. Um, you can't say that kind of thing to make people do what you want. And now it's even worse that I'm home all the time because she wants me to do a lot of her regular work now too. I think it's rubbing off on the kids because she asks them to do their chores and they say stuff like, "Why doesn't Dad do anything?" So I'm sure she's talking to them about me behind my back. I decided that nobody. <laughs> Listen, I decided that nobody who treats me like this deserves my help and that I'm not going to do any favors for someone who says that they don't love me and tries to hurt me just to get me to take the trash out or whatever other thing. I'm getting paid right. I'm still getting paid right now. So I'm contributing my income um, as, I, as we've always done. You can't say you want a divorce or expect me to do half your usual chores. So now stuff is starting to pile up even more and she's getting even nastier. But I'm holding my ground. I told her she has to start treating me better if she expects that. But she uh, told me that I'm an asshole and it doesn't matter how we how we get along when it comes to doing what I have to do. Her words, not mine. So Reddit, am I the asshole for not allowing myself to be abused into doing chores? Edit. 
I got a temp ban for one of my comments. So I want to add, my kids are not are not neglected. My wife doesn't take care of them, and they do art projects and nature walks and mm-hmm. raise tadpoles and stuff. So that is not relevant. And I'm only talking about doing chores here. Also, she suggests she suggested therapy, but I never called to make an appointment anywhere. I don't make calls. She does all the appointment setting, and people keep saying I should be doing chores. But I'm not asking if I should do chores. I'm saying I don't think I'm an asshole for not doing it if she's mean to me instead of asking me nicely for help. I don't need to. See, I don't need to see that dumb article about dishes by the sink or the comic. She sent me both of these. Imagine leaving someone you supposedly love because they're not doing enough housework. (laughs) (laughs) No, just the the. I sound like a fucking child wrote it. Like she's treating me, so I'm not gonna do housework. Like. You're getting paid. You're not physically going to work, but you're still getting paid. She's raising the kids. You admit that. But you refuse to do fucking take the garbage out and Just do the dishes? she didn't ask it in a nice way. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, isn't that in your house, too? People are Oh, my God. The man said, she's not being nice to me. She's That's being nice to me. <laughs> she needs to be nice to me. I'm, but the part, the kicker to me is the part about therapy. She just, she should she suggested therapy, but I'm not gonna call because I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do the calls. Why are you going to so, just because you didn't want it? That's keep it. it that's, that's not sick. something that yeah. you're, you're, you're wasting the therapist's time at that point because it, it like you, that's keep it. She's doing everything in there basically to take care of your kids in the relationship. She yeah. does the cleaning most of the time. So for you to help her out and you think it was slow into her, like that's like funny. you think you're bigger than that, mm-hmm. like that's that's wild to me. No, he sounds he sounds butthurt. I think that's the best way I could put it. It's butthurt. Like you are, he needs to be slacked. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. She's raising four kids, she has a two year old and a teenager, and there's a pandemic happening. She's trying to probably teach these kids at you know mm-hmm. homeschool, and then on top of that, you expect her to wash fucking dishes and take out the garbage while you're just sleeping. Yeah, you're not even yeah, contributing to raising your kids. The fa- the idea, anybody who has an idea of, I bring home the bacon and you raise the kids. Why are you not raising? Why are you not an active part in raising your children? Yeah. Man, that are, that does not make sense. You can literally work and raise your kids. Exactly. Sometimes. People do that all, all the time. Mom does that all the time. All the time. You know what I mean? So even like, I, I come home and I say, you know what? I worked eight hours today. Camila, you raise yourself. <laughs> raise yourself, child. Raise yourself. <laughs> no, and and she works part time, so it's like yeah, that's exactly. not fair. And I'm sure he probably has her like paying bills or whatever she has to do. So. People are crazy. Uh, he's he's so annoying. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, like people raise your children and go to work. While we're on the subject <laughs> of death men, listen to this one, okay? So the writer is a 26-year-old woman and her husband is a 25-year-old man. Um so she said they got married a year ago. I'm the kind of person that really uh that really likes celebrating special occasions that are important to me. Before my husband and I got married, he promised to take us somewhere nice on our first wedding anniversary. And since my wedding was an absolute disaster, thanks to my mother-in-law, I saw this as a chance to have another special day to celebrate my relationship with my husband. Um, But things have been rough the past few months. I'm five weeks pregnant and our whole plan changed. My husband suggested we have dinner at a nice restaurant that his mom picked out for us and i recommended okay now she's trying to get involved this year too anyways he showed me pictures and the type of food they served and asked me to pay it's an expensive restaurant i suggested we pick another but he insisted i agreed and once we got there i find out that the menu wasn't um wasn't there which was weird because i was ready to order about 15 minutes of my husband stalling his parents walked up to our table dressed nicely and sat with us i asked my husband i, I mean i looked at my husband for an explanation but he avoided me to tell me uh, to tell his mom that the food they wanted was ordered ahead his mom immediately made backhanded comments about my hair dress weight and didn't stop 
I was literally mad. She and her son started drinking while my father-in-law started talking to me about politics. The final straw was when she canceled the cake I wanted and replaced it with the one her husband liked. I got up and told my husband to hand me the keys or I was going to walk. He tried to calm the situation. That um, That's when his awful mom started talking to me about acting inappropriately. She told uh, her son, just hand me the keys because um, she didn't want to she didn't want me to embarrass her. I left an hour later. My husband came home, started berating me for overreacting and ruining dinner. I yelled at him. Um, what the F was he thinking inviting his parents? He said they paid for it. So he had to invite them. Um, started arguing, saying that he saw nothing wrong with that, uh, with what he did. He didn't even tell me and argued about how I was being awful to his family. I went to my mom's after uh, he insulted me, and, I, and I've been feeling bad ever since. His mom texted me, but I ignored her. I'm like, girl, get out. Get out. I literally read this and girl, get out. Beat him right now, because yeah. he sounds like a fucking mom. Right? Um, let me hey, see he sounds like a mom. Be, like... It's it's a couples thing. Like, why the hell are you inviting your your parents? parents? I do that. And on top of that, like you you already told her to pay, mm-hmm. and she already agreed to that. So what's the point of your parents paying? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that how does that even work? Yeah, no, that that does not make sense. Uh, she said, just because they paid for it, he expected me to just shut up and be grateful for being able to have an anniversary like that anniversary. he wanted me to pay for, knowing that I was struggling financially just as much as he is. His parents are so incredibly self-centered and overbearing. They love to control their son with their money, um, and he's okay with that as long as he gets what he wants eventually. He actually thought he did this big thing by having me go to the restaurant and celebrate our first anniversary. Um, then he had his parents stepping in and ruining everything just because they paid for it. Yeah, it sounds shitty. Yeah, like, he's, parents he's sounds shitty. Yeah, the parents are, mm-hmm. like, manipulative with the money. Yeah. yeah. And like, if you're going to give them money, like, just let it go and, like, give it to you. Yeah. There's no strings attached, but it kind yeah. of... They want and on top of that, like, why... Why... Like, you're his pregnant wife. Like, he knows the wedding was ruined by his mother. Like, why is he not right, setting right? up the anniversary date? Like, the your guys' first anniversary. Why is he not setting that up? Why is he making you, like... And it's not even the restaurant to, to go to. It's his mother that... Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, that's just weird. Like, there are some mother-in-laws where they're so attached to their son, and it's like, dang, like, it's just it. too much. Chill, right? But Get it. What is the obsession with your son? He's a grown-ass son. How could I do you not? You have your own husband. So I don't understand. No, no, no. I think and he, he's blinded, too. He doesn't see what I, all the fun. No, I mean, he wants I the money. I don't, yeah, he wants the money. I don't think he's blinded. Yeah. I think exactly what he's doing. He's just, it's an, it's a, it's like, he, he's getting what he wants, so it doesn't matter who he does. Yeah. Yeah, and he probably told it. He seems like a mom's boy that tells his mom everything. Yeah, and he probably yeah, yeah. Why not? And the mom is like, I'll pay for it if you invite me and we do X, Y, and Z. That's so no, 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 no. Why no, would no. you want? Why then, would you want to celebrate your child's? But, but at the same time, what if they're actually financially struggling and he couldn't afford? He couldn't afford it, and she, he knew she couldn't afford it. But I would still have asked the parents to like give you the money and then we'll pay you back. Yeah, you know? yeah. It kind of seems as though for him, he's trying to save his pride, where he wants to take her out. But then he's kind of put in the back. But, but but no, if he was really trying to save his pride, he would have like talked her in and told her ahead of time about the game plan. Like how did how did he catch her blindsided and like mm-hmm. literally just set her? He basically set her up. That's not. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's if you wanted us to like finesse your parents, we could do it but as a team together. together. <laughs> <laughs> but no, do you really think that like she would have went if she knew like the parents were coming? 
I don't I mean, think that's, that's, a, that's a team L. That's a team L. Then we take yeah. the L together, no, I don't you know? It's like, I get that you wanted, like, you can't throw money at a situation and think that's going to resolve everything. If you're, if mm-hmm. you know your wife is very sentimental and like celebrating things and you guys can't afford it, you know your finances, you can't afford it. First off, you shouldn't be asking your wife to fucking pay for her wedding anniversary celebration. That's yeah. fucked up in, its, in itself. You're mm-hmm. pregnant wife on top of that. That's, yeah. that makes you garbage right there. On top of that, you don't have to spend money to make it romantic or to make it special. Right. Like, you can mm-hmm. literally do something sentimental and meaningful to the both of you without having to spend lots of money. Yeah. Like, work with yeah. what you got and do something thoughtful. No, from from what I get from it, like, he doesn't know her very well. No, he or he doesn't no care to know her very well. Yeah, like, he needs to get out as- ASAP. Garbage. He's a garbage human being. Garbage, man. Uh-uh. But speaking that- of garbage human beings, I got another story to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> This was this was a very garbage human being. Um, okay, so around four months ago, my professor's wife passed away. Sadly, she died of an illness, and we all offered our condolences. However, my professor um, has completely changed since then. He used to be an amazing teacher, always helpful and friendly. I had a good relationship with him. Over the last few months, the lessons have gotten unbearable. He's so uh, dispirited and dejected that the lessons feel like a drag more than anything. Not only is he forgetful and always late with marking our papers, he's also clearly unenthusiastic. A couple of weeks ago, he forgot to mark one of my papers and had to email him several times. We're doing everything remotely, and it doesn't help to have such a careless person teaching us. A few days ago... I emailed him regarding the situation. I told him that he should get professional help to cope with the loss and that it, um, that it's time to move on. I explained that his behavior is ex- affecting my education, which I think is really unfair. I don't believe that my education slash career trajectory should be impacted by a temporary event, i.e. someone's passing, um, that has no direct connection to me. In time, he will get over his wife. But I have to deal with the consequences of this teaching for the rest of my life. If you write it out clearly and logically, my frustration makes complete sense, in my opinion. His response was about a sentence and was way less polite than usual. Well, ever since that email, he's been treating me like shit. I literally used to be his favorite student, as others in my class can confirm. And now he's most, now he mostly ignores me. When he does respond to my questions, he's cold and dismissive. At this point, I genuinely believe that he hates me, which I found silly. My email was professional, and I didn't make any personal attacks. Even my friends noticed that something was wrong, so I told them about the email. Long story short, apparently I'm the biggest asshole on the planet. I've been fighting a lot with them over the past few days, and they're still pissed at me. They said it's not... They said it's his right for him to treat me this way and that I got too used to getting praise. I believe that's complete BS. No one even wants to see my point of view. I think having a passionate, enthusiastic professor is important. Not someone like this. Am I the asshole in this situation? I'm so fucking moving. <laughs> <laughs> what he needs to do is they were right. fail her the whole entire <laughs> semester. <laughs> no, I feel like no, I feel like this person actually needs help because they seem to not understand any social like decorum mm. whatsoever. Like no. somebody died. And you're out here talking yeah. about a fucking grade for a yeah. class that you can remake. Like, your grade is... Who cares? Let yeah. the man yeah. fucking grieve his wife. That's his wife. Yeah. Also, it's a pandemic. It's not like he can leave the comfort of his home to try to escape from, you know, right. missing his wife. Right. Who do, the, I'm sure that he's at the same house that they live together. Yeah. You know how garbage yeah. you, you have to be? So no like, garbage. Uh-uh. You, literally, it's, it's, excuse me, my grade. What about my grade? Yeah, what about me? What about me, though? Let's, look at, uh, let's talk about me. Like, what a garbage here, fucking what, Look what I'm doing. Like, He's probably going to, like, was going to pass everyone in the class for the semester. Like, everybody, like, every, 
That's what, yeah, that's, that's what I would, that's yeah, what I but he needs to fail her for sure. She needs to fail. Maybe she needs to withdraw from that class so she's a W, so she has to explain it in her future jobs and they'll know how much of a selfish like this, she this, is. This to me, this ego, this confidence, this self-centeredness screams that Adan man to me. Like, it yeah, just yeah, yeah, Adan yeah. man who's gotten everything. They're like, how dare you not praise how me? How dare you, yeah. How okay. dare you be mourning the loss of your wife? You should be praising me. Fuck your wife. Yeah. <laughs> you like, have feelings? <laughs> no. They're like, fuck your dead wife, dude. Move on and praise me because I'm an amazing human being. I'm God's gift. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. No, people are crazy. Um, let's see. Should Ooh. we do one more? Should we do one more, guys, or no? Sure. I had a Shaq Corner one. Oh, okay. Tell yeah. us, tell us, tell us. Let's Ooh, switch it up. I miss Shaq Corner. I Please spill the tea. We had tea. Now we're going to Shaq. I love everything. Uh, the Shah Corner post is an anonymous post. It says, Salam alaikum abaya. Can you post this anonymously? I need advice for my sisters. So a year ago, I dated this one guy. We talked for a long time and we were planning on getting married. We agreed on everything like where to live, how to live. Um, so one day he asked if he would talk to my parents about our marriage. I said yes. So he talked to my parents and they said it's up to her if she wants you to, um, if she wants you. So my parents asked me and I said yes. When it was time for the get together of the two families his parents said no and that they um, would want him to marry the girl of their choice he said no to his parents and told me he doesn't care about their opinion since he only wants um, me and I agreed but when my family learned that they got so upset and told me girl you marry the guy you marry his family so if his family is against this marriage you won't be happy with him my family is okay with me marrying him but since his family is acting up I'm having second thoughts what should I do advise a sister from your heart um and i feel like would you guys be would you guys marry somebody whose family is like blatantly saying no to you um i feel like the only the only reason that they have is kabil like tribes yeah yeah because you don't really know the girls so like how are you just off tops how are you saying we don't want this girl for you unless you're looking specifically for like a cousin of his you know yeah yeah i do yeah, I mean, Sorry. I mean, it's really, it's hard, though. I guess it depends on how close he is with his family. Like, if he's super close with his family, then I dip out. But if not, like, and we can, like, move away or something, then... Yeah. I mean, they could, like, realistically, once they, they like you said, they don't know this girl, you know? So they yeah, can just, yeah. just dislike for her off of some trivial BS shenanigans. Yeah. And if they do get to know her, if mm-hmm. she does join the family, then they'd be more, you know, welcoming, mm-hmm. I would hope. Mm-hmm. Then maybe they could change their mind. So there is potential, mm-hmm. but I just wouldn't want to deal with that. Like, it, you could, if you really wanted to feel love each other, blah, 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 you could make it work. Mm-hmm. But I just wouldn't. I'm not trying. I'm, I'm trying to live peacefully. Yeah. I just want everybody from jump to, mm-hmm. like, that's it. If they yeah. already from jump or, like, we don't fall for me. But people are always not going to like you, so I don't know if you're gonna base your your life off that. It's gonna be really difficult to. That's true. To, but at the same time, like it kind of seems like they don't like her because of Khabil, and that's not anything mm-hmm. that you can change. That you can change, regardless. yeah. Even if yeah. they meet you and they love you as a person, they could always imagine somebody else, depending on whatever tribe you are. You know, so it's like yeah. that could mean absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. I know, but, but the thing is, imagine, imagine like you were with this person for like a couple yeah, years or something. Like you, you put in time into this relationship, and it's like, oh damn! Like now you're telling me your family doesn't like me. I feel, I feel like uh, I don't know. I'd be so angry about like my. But dad. I feel like, but I mean, it's on. I feel like it's on him to be like, 
no, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. And you know what I mean? Like at that yeah, point, yeah. I would follow him. Yeah. yeah. If he's going to, if he's going to be like, no, I don't want whatever girl you guys want for me. This is mm-hmm. the girl that I want to marry. Like this mm-hmm. is, it's my way or the highway kind of thing. Cause they're going to they're gonna say, no, no, you're a grown ass man. You can go get married to yeah, whoever yeah. you want to get married to. Yeah, so yeah. if he's going to fight for it, follow his lead. But if he's like a wimp, a girl, get out. You don't, you don't have time. Yeah. To if he's not, yeah. A pu- if he's a pushover, then the yeah. girl, you got to go. Yeah. He's going to yeah. leave you with like- his family tell him to but i feel like that's the differences between our parents generation and us because our parents generation didn't really date for that long like they may they possibly went on a few dates but a lot of the dates were like mm-hmm. at their family home you know what i'm saying versus yeah, like yeah. here it's very common to date somebody for a year or mm-hmm. two or even that's not hard. longer than yeah. that so like when you get married that's like a whole nother adventure that you guys are going on together and i feel like if you then find out that his parents don't like you you're kind of too far in because you obviously love this person you've right. seen a future with them so it's not like anything that you you can change you know mm-hmm. and that's probably why they say like well well not everybody but like I feel like most of our parents always tell us like when you meet somebody like make a halal immediately mm-hmm. because then yeah. at least you you can kind of like grow with the person yeah but she did Another- provide an update oh Oh, what is what is the update? Yeah. yeah, she did provide an update. She goes, "Hey, ladies. Uh, anyways, I prayed to Kara um, as you as you said, and many of uh, other girls on Shah Corner. I met the love of my life a few months after I ended it with my vet at then at the time fiance. We dated since and almost two years after my wedding in December twenty first uh, and twenty second. Please put us in your doors with your help. I was glad I decided to listen to my family and walk away. And as a result, I'm getting married to the love of my life. Alhamdulillah. So jazakallah khair. May Allah um, give you happiness and bless um, blessings from Janta for those. Wow, so I was not expecting that. Out with another nigga. Wow. Oh, there's another one waiting on yeah. <laughs> There was another one. The yeah. actual love of her life. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm what's shocked. Meant find you. That that's the takeaway. Yeah. I, I don't. I, listen. What's meant for you will find you. Don't. Yeah. Be yeah. This jumping through hoops for this nigga mm-hmm. and his family that don't want you from jump when you didn't do anything to anybody but be a nice yeah. girl. Like, a nice girl. Literally. Wow. No, before Siham read the update, I was like, okay, another thing that that would just kind of like not make me not want to go into that marriage is like, you know how like in our culture it's like very like mad. Like the families have to get along very well and like like if his family already started off not liking not liking you and your family know that th- there would be some tension between your parents and your family and like I don't know that would just be like a little too much because a, a family ga- gatherings or anything it would just co- create too much like toxic um, energy around you guys so yeah that, yeah that's the thing and this, we're Somali people we're very family based we're very yeah yeah not imagine having any drama or like beef with my you know husband's family or him having beef with my family i don't mm-hmm. want that if you can't get mm-hmm. along with my family and treat my family like literally like yours yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't work out like yeah. we we like intertwine like your family is my family and my family is your family at that yeah. point for one which yeah. i feel like that's a little tip of like getting to know the siblings of whoever you're dating because then mm-hmm. you kind of know how they're gonna act you mm-hmm. know like depending on how their relationship is with our siblings because yeah. that's something that's a relationship you can never change so if they're mm-hmm. cherishing their sibling or they're, if they're treating them right then you at least can kind of gauge if that's how he's gonna treat you you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Could not, you can you could be a garbage ass human being but still ride for your siblings 
I guess, but like at least you can see what type of person he is, depending on how he treats his family. But you can't base that off of off of you can't base your relationship with that because they may not value the same way. Family's unconditional. Family's gonna put up with shit that you may not put up with. Mm-hmm. You're not tied to me forever. But mm-hmm. I, my, my my family, like I could talk to my sister whichever way. I can't talk to you whichever way. Yeah, you know. So you can leave up and down. I mean, I mean, I mean I like the thing is, you can. You can tell by the way that they talk. Like, if they're yelling at their, talking back to their parent, uh, like, their mom. I don't think, I think that that's not a myth. I don't want to say that's a myth, but I feel like sometimes people over- look at it, like, that way. Like, you can be a garbage-ass human being and still love your mom and still be nice to your siblings and still do, but you can still be a garbage human being to other people and not value your connections mm-hmm. with other people outside of your family. Yeah. But typically... If you're not a psycho <laughs> yeah. and, and you're giving you this to have me, typically if somebody yeah yeah very nice and if they're a kind human being, you can tell by there's the way that they treat, killers that treat their, their siblings family. nicely. See, hand. let's uh, put no, it that way. But yeah, but there's plenty of serial killers that <laughs> that are the opposite of whatever you're saying. You know what you're saying? I feel like you're saying it can give you a glimpse into their character and who they are. But I just want to say, cautionary tale, that sometimes people are not who they. <laughs> present themselves to be yeah. and that's not always necessarily true you could be a freaking psycho murderer and love your mom and and take her shopping every sunday you know yeah, yeah. like still be well, out there, like you, you're right girl. you could be future yeah. and still be nice well, to- yeah i know you know you're right and like you uh, here's one thing that's like guaranteed you never know a person 100 110 exactly. that's, that's, like, so that's, that's the thing you can, you can bet on you never know stay woke friends stay i woke. just feel like you can kind of like the statement I'm trying to make is you can kind of assume if a person is good with their family, yeah, yeah, that they're a yeah. kind human being, but it's not always the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's some of the case. Future. It just depends. It depends. Maybe they're super <laughs> jazz to them. Today. I don't know what he did. I don't know what he did to me. Oh, it's the, it's the, it's the five-year anniversary of him and Drake's album. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, what a time to be alive. Yeah, what a time to be alive in Drake Future. I think the overall theme is that people are trifling, mm-hmm. um, and that's what it is. But that is it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of messy, dragging, little, little hot mess shit that y'all like. I think we delivered. We, I think we, I did think we delivered. I, I think we came through for it. Hopefully it was as entertaining for you guys as it was for us to judge. Um, but if you guys have anything to say to us, you know, hit us up on Instagram at The Unwritten Podcast. Follow us. Um, you know, engage with us. Tell us what you want to hear from us. Give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And tell everybody you know to listen to the podcast. But that's it for this episode, guys. We will catch you guys next week, inshallah, for a potentially special episode. We'll see how we feel. (laughs) (laughs) We have have a guest who wants to come on. You guys know who it is. I know. I know we do, but we're trying to... We have a guest who's been trying to come on. We're marketing it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a surprise guest. We have a guest who is a fan favorite that wants to come on. So stay tuned. We love it. Inshallah, inshallah, we'll make it. Y'all can't wait for it. We can't wait for it. (laughs) But that's it, guys. We'll catch you guys next week, inshallah. Bye. Bye. Peace out, Girl Scout.